0: This is Sick and Wrong,
1: America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation.
0: Hey there, welcome to Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. The other host. We're still number one this week. Awesome! Still number one. Yeah, you know, I don't think there are any other podcasts that deal exclusively... With antisocial commentary. So on that note, I think we are number one. Somebody's gonna try and take us out at some point. We Dude, gotta be real, prepared. We've been receiving a lot of uh, emails and uh, a lot of congratulatory emails, encouraging emails from uh, England. So I think we're we're developing like a a following over in the UK. Awesome. Yeah, I think it, I I just picture a bunch of these like Cockney skinhead, you know, soccer hooligans who are just like, yeah, we love your show, mate. <laughs> Because I, Dude, I, some guy sent me an email saying he left, a, he left a, a, a comment, a positive comment on iTunes. I went and checked, and dude, you should have read this, this, this comment. I mean, it was like practically illiterate. I mean, I was like sitting there trying don't to... Don't insult <laughs> our new listeners. I'm not insulting him. I'm just saying that, you know, when you write, you don't have to write in Cockney <laughs> slang. You can write in English. But anyways, I checked the iTunes page and the comment's not even up there. Yeah. So, so I don't know.
1: Can't write, can't post a comment. Maybe he was but just <laughs> at least you can, com-
0: do- can download the podcast. That's Maybe good. he was just giving the comment to me. I yeah. don't know. Well, this is podcast fifteen. And uh yeah, we're uh moving right along. One and five. So uh Lance, I found this article the other day. I just want to mention this real quick. Last week we opened the podcast fourteen with a discussion of the Christians who are trying the like the anti porn crusading Christians
1: right and sometimes i feel the that you use this uh podcast as well as just all the conversations you ever have as a pedestal just to bash christians from your jewish standpoint
0: i'm jewish uh, that's what we do uh, yeah you just bash christians, christians all and left Muslims. and right like i'm sick of hearing it so they we're the most intolerant people i mean they're annoying but go a sack Seriously, God boy. <laughs> no, anyways. Persecution! No, this is, it comes full circle here, okay? So last week we are talking about the XXX Church anti-porn Christian crusaders. Well, I read right. something today It's interesting. Jewish Sex Commando targets Israeli porn websites. I, I guess a group of Jewish ultra-Orthodox hackers are waging war against pornographic websites, replacing their content with a, with a picture of a revered rabbi. And what's kind of funny about it, so I guess what they're doing is they're hacking into websites, erasing the site's entire contents, and instead of seeing images of sexy naked ladies, anyone who logs onto the site encounters the stern look of the white-bearded rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson, the late leader of the popular Jewish Lubavitch movement, and right below his image appears the words, We, the Donnet Group, have hacked into the site and erased all of its abominations. It says that in English or Jew language? Nah, I don't think it says it in that Jewish moon man language. <laughs> I, I think I, otherwise known as Hebrew. Uh, okay. I, I think it says it in English because they're attacking like, you know, internet porn sites. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I I just think it's kind of funny because you can I just tell. I hope they tell, don't find our page. Well, you could just tell that the perverts out there are just ready to jerk off, dick in hand. And they get a picture of an ugly rabbi. I wonder if they finish anyways. You know, they they get this stern rabbi looking at him They're just like, you know what? I'm just gonna rub one out anyways.
1: Some like weird skin. He's got skin a great head. beard. Some weird skinheads <laughs> with a strange fetish. My yeah. new favorite sight.
0: I'm into ultra orthodox Jews with the so hats. So it's like and it's curls. like an
1: it's like an intimidating picture. of This rabbi, like he's got the he's got the yeah, stern like reprimanding look, demanding you. Are there like 3D hands coming out of the screen trying to grasp your coins I, I out think of your it's, pockets? I <laughs> think
0: it's like flash. He's just shaking his head. <laughs> you pervert. Hi. I don't know. It's a great idea, though. It's a great idea. So I just wanted to let you know that there's not only Christian people, Christian hooligans that are, you know, out there to try to. You know, stop porn. There's also Jewish wackos as well, fundamentalists. So, yeah, dude. I mean, it sounds kind of like a quality here <laughs> on Sick and Wrong. Okay, <laughs> it sounds kind of like
1: an uh, electric sick song. Jewish sex commando. I'm a, Jewish I'm a Jewish sex, sex commando. commando.
0: Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, if there's Thanks. people listening, you should remix a song, Jewish sex commando. Sure, send it in. We'll play it on the show. Awesome. And other in other news, and this is big, sick, and wrong news here. I don't know how many people out there noticed, but this week, to my utter chagrin, our MySpace page was deleted. What the fuck? Was it replaced with,
1: with, with, with Mahayim who whatever his name is, his face, or it's just gone? No,
0: they didn't even replace it with a rabbi. It's just gone. I tried to log in on Tuesday to uh, update some information and... I couldn't log in. I'm like, well, you know, what's going on? So I tried logging in, you know, logging in. I thought I typed the password wrong or something. And no, it just wouldn't log in. So I typed the URL in there, myspace.com slash podcast and it just said the account's been deleted. Those motherfuckers. Dude, motherfucking MySpace bastards. You know, we use that website you with the best of, intentions.
1: You put a lot of time into that. What did we have? We had like 3,000 friends, Dude, right?
0: We We had like 3,500 friends. On that website. A lot of people were emailing us through that website, and I was just dismayed. I was really pissed off. I'm like, you know, what the fuck? I, I feel slighted by Myspace. Well, you know
1: what's fucked up is they should have sent you, like, a warning. Like, hey, man, you gotta take some of this crazy, wacky bullshit off your page or we're gonna delete it instead of just deleting it.
0: Dude th- there's no warning given it's weird right. it's like they completely vanish they-, they completely destroy all traces of your existence like That's your f- comments <laughs> on other pages gone you know your, your 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 website your livelihood on MySpace gone it's sent, like we've been erased it's sent to the MySpace uh gulag i don't know what happened i so i emailed the MySpace customer service they don't even email me back
1: oh, no, no they don't care about you MySpace is owned by uh, Rupert Murdoch now. It's like a gigantic conglomeration.
0: and Exactly, and that ties into what I think is going on here. I went online and I did a search for MySpace deleting accounts. And so, yeah, they sold MySpace to Rupert Murdoch, who owns News Corporation. Right. Which I I find just a great... Isn't that just a great appellation, like a great name for a news organization? It's like, hi, we're Business Corporation. Well we're a News Corporation. Well anyways, News Corporation, the imaginative name that it is, um, has guidelines for people who put up MySpace pages. And so according to media reports, like last few like uh, last month, more than two hundred thousand objectionable profiles have been removed from the site. No, that's yeah, what happened to us. For including hate speech or being too risque. As uh, the sites are trying to quell guardian and teacher fears about the safety of the network for young users.
1: You know what the fuck happens and this happens to everything. Something cool comes along, adults are enjoying it, and then teenagers and preteens get a hold of it, and then their parents freak out. So the problem is teens and preteens and their parents. Just fucking yep. watch Barney till you're eighteen or whatever, you know. But
0: the thing is the kids loved MySpace. I think the kids started. I think the kids Right, but kids are retarded. Created the popularity the kids in MySpace. are retarded
1: and they go fucking overboard with it. Which isn't the problem. Then they let no. their fucking parents find out. No, you know what it is? Kids, it's, you gotta hide shit from your parents. It's, no, it's
0: because kids are fucking retarded. They get online and they get some sexual predator who's saying they're Joey from Friends. It's like, yeah, you wanna come meet me in the park at like 11.30? <laughs> wow, I love Joey from Friends. am you know, totally there. I'm driving the 1978 Blue Gremlin. Like, <laughs> come on into my car. And it's just like, so kids, you know, like eight-year-olds are like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll go meet Joey from Friends. Right. Or Bob Saget or whatever the sexual predators are using these days. Yeah. And and so I guess parents have been freaking out and now they're trying to patrol MySpace. Yep. And so it's I Ruined. Know. It's ruined now. It, it's completely ruined. Although it's we're still out. there.
1: <laughs> you, did re- <laughs> you did put the site back up, right? The I was page. getting to that.
0: I was getting to that. Now, now we signed up. I signed up as a music MySpace page. So we could put clips from the show up there. And But the, the thing is, dude, I have, like, one friend. Right. Yeah, that pedophile, Tom, who's, like, I think the creator of MySpace. Yeah, we gotta
1: get Rupert Murdoch I think Murdock that up guy there.
0: is the sexual predator. I mean, why do you think he created the site in the first place? <laughs> to <laughs> to troll for young, young chicks. Young, exactly. Wow. He was tooling for anus.
1: Maybe it was chicks. Maybe no preference.
0: But dude, I bet you he doesn't even care. Yeah. As long as it's young uh-huh. and it has, like, an orifice... Thomas satisfied. And so anyways, you know, I put up the new account. It's, once again, www.myspace.com slash sickandwrongpodcast. And I promise you, loyal listeners, that this site is going to be way better than the last one. It's going to be better.
1: But all you people out there who, you know, thought, justifiably thought it was just a supreme badge of honor to be on our friends list, you should go back and re-request us to be your friend.
0: Yeah, but a couple a couple uh, snarky listeners out there were putting up videos on our comments page and i think that is what ultimately led to our deletion yeah did I you think, see some of those the le- videos
1: yeah they were great but i think the lesson is that we're gonna have to delete as soon as we see them and laugh at them we're gonna have to delete them off the page
0: I know. It, so just,
1: feel free to send us funny videos in the comments, but don't expect him to see them up there for it, more than a day. it
0: depresses me. Like, there's one guy, I think his name is like Lord Bastard or something, and he puts up this video of this porn star giving a rim job to a male porn star. So she's licking this guy's asshole, and the dude farts right in her mouth. Yeah, it's like a porno pissed, blooper, and she gets really pissed, and she's like, you know, you fucking dick, and storms out of the room. Well,
1: yeah, you can't use MySpace for that kind of stuff we anymore. We can't do that anymore.
0: God, it's it's just like, I feel like my liberties are being stripped one by one.
1: Well, yeah, I I get kind of annoyed with that that day, because it's this guy, it's a private site, right? It's not freedom of speech. It's just, they're just assholes.
0: Parents, if they really care that much, should block the site from their fucking computers. You yeah, know? you can do that. They can go on there and they can block the IP address so their kids can't get on MySpace. Right. I mean, if they really care that much, or no, you know, what they it's could easy.
1: Do? It's easier. It's easier to go <gasps> to like you know the FBI and get the the site investigated than to do that.
0: Well, I, I really don't think it's MySpace's fault, even though I I, I I'm pissed at them and I kind of hate them and I hope they all rot in Jewish hell, which is just filled with guilt. But still, visit our Christian page on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back on MySpace. I mean, I'm not going to give up on it. We have all these MySpace fans, plus there's like hot chicks on there that are young. Yeah. But um, anyways, we're, we're back up young. there. Yeah. They're, they're 18, exactly. But we're back up there. We're going to have a um a cleaner. I think we're going to have to be more subtle in our subversion. Right. You know, I, I think that's what we're going to have to do. And so, yeah, check it out. MySpace.com slash So people, if you're out there and you're shocked that we're not up there this week, well, we're back. I just haven't worked on the site yet. Okay? That's just what I want to get into. So I don't know. Anyways, uh, let's get on with the show here. As you know, sick and wrong. The way it works, it's a competition between uh, myself and Lance Wackerly. What we do is we find the most disgusting article on the internet, present it to each other, the listeners, you vote as to which article is the most disgusting. It's at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail dot com or vote through our MySpace page, yeah, myspace dot com slash sickandwrongpodcast. And uh, yeah, the winner gets a case of beer. I think last week you kicked my ass with that castration article. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, you know, Lance's uh, castration party, castration dungeon party. And I had a, and I had a good article too. But this week, um, I think I'm starting it off. And uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna win the win the case of beer. We'll see. Thirsty. We'll see. All right. Well, let's go here. My article for podcast fifteen. <laughs> Check out this headline. Bleach poured over lesbian lover. This is great. This happened in North London, Enfield. I guess it's a suburb, North London. A mother of two poured bleach over her lesbian lover because she planned to meet up with an ex-girlfriend, a court has heard. Juliet Wilson, 35 years old, was sentenced to three years in jail for the attack on, get this name, this is one of the best names for a lesbian I think I've ever heard, for her attack on Maxine Grizzle. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I assume she's the butch end of this lesbian uh, I, I relationship. Think,
0: I, I think she's definitely the butch end. She's going to look a little butchier with 14% of her face burned off. But wow. check this out. Yeah, the attack on uh, this was October last year left Miss Grizzle with 14% of her face burned off and her upper body had uh, burns as well. Now with 14% more <laughs> grizzled face. She was angry. Uh, I guess what happened is the attack was provoked because Wilson was angry that her lesbian lover was meeting up with her former paramour. So uh, what happened is Miss Grizzle, Grizzle actually, and this is this is the, the twist on the case here, Miss Grizzle forgave Wilson for uh, pouring the bleach on her and asked the judge to be lenient. But let me get into the story. Um, what happened is the victim, Grizzle, had struck up or was continuing to speak to an ex-partner and that caused some friction in the uh, relationship I guess Wilson learned that she was meeting the ex partner secretly and uh, she told a friend on the phone if Max knows what's good for her she won't come home tonight she then threatened to attack Miss Grizzle when Miss Grizzle returned to their home after meeting her ex-lover the pair argued before going to bed in a statement read out to the court Miss Grizzle said I went to sleep and I didn't know I didn't know if she had got out of bed. I was just woken up by some hot thing all over my face. Wow. She then got up, walked to the mirror, and said it looked as if her face was melting off. <laughs> I guess what happened is uh, <laughs> she was woken up by Wilson standing above her with a bucket of boiling bleach and just poured it on her face while she was sleeping. Also, it was boiling. Yeah, it was boiling bleach. Um, I guess uh, she woke up screaming, Help me! Help me! I'm burning! I'm burning! To which Wilson replied, help you, I wouldn't even spit on you. (laughs) The lawyer then mentioned that uh, Grizzle said, give me the phone, give me the phone, my face is burning off. (laughs) And uh, Wilson wouldn't give her the phone. You know they have surgery nowadays to fix that. I guess they do, so her face isn't going to look that grizzled. (laughs) Miss Grizzle then ran outside and got help from a bus driver who was driving by. I guess... um...
1: (laughs) Wait a minute, that's funny. Is it like a school bus driver with a bus full of like small children? (laughs) Ah, ah, Mutilated chewed caramel face gets on the bus. (laughs) Kids, we got to stop at the hospital with this burnt up
0: melted bull dyke. That'll take you to school. It's like a Guar movie or something. It's like this this little (laughs) school bus of just kids just scarred for life. No, it happened at night. That's what uh, happens when you turn to lesbianism. (laughs) It happened at night. It was probably one of those double-decker like English buses. All right, ruined my fun. So Wilson was unable to recall the attack. I guess she has no recollection of discussing anything with anyone before. She doesn't even remember doing the attack. And so Grizzle, after her face had been, you know, mutilated. Crime of passion. Crime of passion. She pled with the judge... To take into consideration that Wilson was a good mother, and um, she considers you are extremely remorseful, and has found it in her heart to forgive her, and not two years off the sentence. So she was going to get five years for foreign bleach on her face, but instead just got... Does Grizzle
1: Grizzle think she's going to get back together with this woman?
0: Dude... Her face was burned off. Yeah, who else is going to take her?
1: Yeah, but my point is maybe Wilson doesn't want her back either with the melted face.
0: <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. And it's funny too because like Wilson has two children. Do you think the two children are going to want to see like you know the mask coming in here and being like, "Come on, kids, I'm taking you to school." It's like, no, no. But you know, it, it's funny because you know how you always see. And I, I don't mean to like stereotype or anything. But, you know, some lesbians, especially in San Francisco, you see some lesbians out there and you're like, now that's a face only a lesbian could love. Yeah. And I think this is kind of what, I think Grizzle's face is only a face that a lesbian could love. So I bet you, like, Wilson's probably going to be like, you know, I'm sorry for burning off half your face of bleach, but... Chemically, yeah. Come here, give me a kiss with, like, those half lips of yours that are coming right. off. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because this article makes her sound like she's the Joker now or something.
1: Yeah. You know, or
0: Freddy Krueger.
1: Do you ever dance with a lesbian in the pale moonlight?
0: Well, I always wondered. It's, to me, the reason I like this article so much is it's like... So, a lot of couples out there, a lot of married couples, like, there's infidelity happens all the time. Uh-huh. And usually people just kind of cry. Or maybe the guy will slap the girl around or brand his initials on her buttocks or something. Yeah, just listen well, to the rest of the podcast this, and you'll find out the kind of stuff least that goes this on. this is creative. This is innovative. She's just like, you know what? This fucking bitch... I'm going to get her, and I'm going to get her good. This
1: is just household bleach,
0: huh? Household bleach, boiled it up, and poured it on her face while she was sleeping.
1: If you boil bleach, it's got to make some toxic cloud in your whole apartment. I'm surprised got that it? didn't wake up the uh, the grizzle.
0: You know, I don't know. And you know how like sometimes when you're dreaming, you and your alarm goes off, and you it kind of comes into your dream? Yeah. I wonder if she was just sleeping, you know, maybe having a dream of scissor-kicking some hot lesbian or something, or having a dream Doing about laundry. Madonna. Yeah, or laundry or whatever lesbians dream about, and all of a sudden it's just like, you know, bleach pouring on her face. Right. God, it's it's got to be jolting. Yeah, that's that's all I really have to say it's about gotta it. It's got to really burn on the face. <laughs> so because of her name being grizzled, because her face is now grizzled, I'm going to have to give this, I don't know, 7.5. Uh, on the second and wrong yeah, scale yeah. between 1 to 10, 7.5.
1: All right. Seven points. It's creative. Th- I'll give it even higher than that. I'll give it a 7. 7.79.
0: 7.7. Well, thank you, Lance, for your generosity. You're welcome. That's good. Well, let's see what you have. Uh, Lance's article for Podcast 15. Lance Whackenberg, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Like I said, I thought this was slim pickings this week, but I got something that was definitely sick. I don't guarantee that it's very entertaining, but it's definitely sick. Uh, this one came out of, uh, Boston area, Boston Globe. I got this one out of, uh, two girls, Giselle Miranda and Natalie Rodriguez were friends from childhood who stood by each other when life was good and when times were bad.
0: That's good. Friends forever. Uh, Best they probably had those little lockets. Yeah, you know, forever
1: doesn't mean a whole With lot nowadays. Pubic hair. <laughs> forever doesn't mean a whole lot nowadays. No. Uh, so apparently, uh, Giselle's, you know, was kind of the good girl of the bunch. Natalie, even though they were best friends, was kind of a lousy
0: drunk. <laughs> so how old were these uh, these girls? They are uh,
1: Natalie Rodriguez, twenty three. Giselle looks like she's twenty two. Are they hot? i don't see any pictures i don't think so
0: (laughs) (laughs) they sound fat i don't know why
1: yeah i think they're a little overweight uh natalie was like i said a little bit of a drunk crazy girl got kicked out of her parents house so giselle's family was you know nice family friend of our daughter hey you know what just move in with us
0: interestingly enough they that's don't a really, good
1: thing they don't mention this till halfway through the article but uh
0: why did she get kicked out of her parents house because she's just a crazy drunk who's uh you know uncontrollable and she's 23 and probably unemployed yeah. and yeah. fat oh, yeah. she's probably yeah. eating them out of house and hold right and she's just
1: going on crazy drinking binges at like five in the morning you know just antics uh and actually natalie had a kid with giselle's brother I guess they weren't really together or, or anything. So it wasn't like, oh, you know, move in with our son because you have a kid with them. It was just, hey, move in with us because, you know, you're a friend of the family. So we, did she, we understand
0: you have problems. So she lived with her parents and this kid that she had with Giselle's brother.
1: It's hard to It's hard to figure out. All they say is that Natalie had a kid with Giselle's brother. Giselle okay. also had a kid. Uh, that li- you know, And her and her husband or boyfriend li- lived with Giselle's family. So it was a big family communal thing, and they said, Natalie, come on, join the big family.
0: So wait, are were these all Mexicans? Sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, the only reason I'm saying this is because Mexicans tend to live in clusters.
1: Right. They, they, very, they have a lot of respect for the fa- family unit, the extended family. That's what yeah. this sounds like it's all about. Uh, Seriously,
0: you can fit like 15 of them in a Camaro.
1: So you can take you know you can take the the drunken uh twenty three year old girl out of her parents' home, but you can't take the drunkenness out of the girl right, so she continued to just be a holy terror, just be drinking
0: just a drunken waste of flesh,
1: right well, I mean she's you know some people are drunks, and they just don't do anything but watch t v This is one of those girls who you know goes on like benders and does crazy shit, so, so she's like
0: a violent causing
1: drunk. scenes, yelling, yeah, you know, breaking things all the time uh it's gonna be
0: great for the development of the child right
1: so her new adoptive or quote-unquote adoptive family uh sort of had enough after a short period of time so giselle
0: was pissed off you got it you
1: know what giselle her whole family hit were like you know we gave you a chance and you basically blew it you got to go yeah so that was sort of pending out of my house fatso well they were slowly telling her you know you got to go find some place and get out of here so what happened was uh early on december 8th rodriguez natalie Went into the kitchen. So this is the morning. She's drunk. <laughs> She's just Early. early. She wakes me, up let early. Let me reiterate. Early. Wakes up early. Sounds Looking like, for that bottle of tequila. Right. Sounds like everybody's uh, still asleep, probably. So she goes in the kitchen. Can't find the tequila, apparently. And grabs a knife. She creeps into Miranda's bedroom. best Miranda? Her is best it? friend forever. Uh, Miranda's the last name. First name's Giselle. Best friend forever. Until today. <laughs> until December 8th. This is the end of the friendship. Bro. Right. So she creeps into Miranda's bedroom, just kind of pissed off at the world. Probably doesn't really know what she's pissed off at. Just she's probably that, drunk. Just that angry drunk stage, you know? I find girls do this a lot. They get they get drunk and then they get really mean and angry. And they go grab knives from the kitchen because well, there's like no tequila I'm, I'm not going to go there, but that's what uh, uh, Natalie Rodriguez she's, did. So she's
0: John Wayne Bobbitt?
1: Right. So she creeps into Mar- uh, uh, Giselle oh. Miranda's bedroom where her nine-month-old kid, Javier... Yeah, I think they're Mexican, <laughs> with sleeping with her. So she grabs this nine-month-old kid, sneaks out of the house. So I guess... she
0: snatched their infant from the bedroom. Right. Early in the morning.
1: Early in the morning. Apparently nobody knows, so she's a drunk, but she's a sneaky drunk. So she grabs grabs Javier. She's hair, like Santa. Sneaks out. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I think she... No, she didn't have a Santa suit on, but that would be a better story. Uh, so she sneaks out of the house with the nine-month-old, goes to the driveway of a nearby house... Uh, lays the kid down on the g- pavement, I guess face first onto the pavement, nine-month-old kid. You know, she shoves
0: a nine-month-old kid on the
1: <laughs> pavement. Basically, takes a knife and repeatedly slashes the back of Javier's neck, severing his spinal cord. So basically, she she cut Christ, this kid head off with a kitchen knife. She
0: decapitated <laughs> this nine-month-old kid yeah. with a kitchen knife? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck was she drinking? Night Train?
1: I don't know, Thunderbird? Man. Thunderbird, Ripple, something like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I kind of che- want some. Chelsea Police, uh, that's, I guess, the township where they live. It's right outside of Boston. Quickly f- uh, focused on Rodriguez. I mean, after they found the little infant corpse, I guess. So they- I mean, how
0: did they... Uh, you, know what, you know what I don't understand about this. Do they explain... What happened? The aftermath. She cut the kid's head off. Do people scream, or did she just kind of leave the kid there? And I just think be it, like I'm no, taking no, off no, and going it's to the impli- bar.
1: It's implied that it's early enough in the morning that she just left the kid there and then walked off because she wasn't standing there. They didn't find her in the act, so they but they quickly focused on her. They knew it was her because you know all this other shit had been going on. Got that, uh, that'd have
0: to make to just that would just have to ruin your day. Once they once they apprehended kid.
1: her, she immediately confessed uh, under plea bargain uh she was sentenced to 14 to 15 years in prison for kidnapping the kid following that then she'll start serving a second degree murder sentence of life in prison with the possibility of parole after 15 years
0: dude what? how the hell does that happen I don't know. How do you plea just, bargain? It's like she just confessed to cutting the kid's head off. You know, and you she's can an, plea bargain.
1: She's an overweight, uh, you know, Drunk simple indigent. No, I mean at the point that she's in court, she's a simple, you know, Mexican girl who went down the wrong path, and now she's sober because she's been in jail waiting trial, and people feel sorry for her, and they say, "Oh, you know, it was the it was the demon booze that did it." Did you can't
0: plead for leniency with a crime? Apparently I mean, it worked. That, no, but seriously, a crime that egregious, I mean, that's a horrible crime. She, like, yeah. totally slices kid's head off.
1: The defense attorney says, this is an extremely harsh sentence, but it gives her the possibility of earning 30 years from now, he's, like, exaggerating, it's really only 26, another
0: chance. <laughs> <laughs> Did she, and you, know what, you know what's kind of fucked up about this article, too? She has her own child. So what happens to her own kid? It sounds like she wasn't taken too good a care of it, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I guess so that kid probably she, should be put she, up in a foster home or here's something. Another,
1: there needs to be—we need to have like a Hall of Fame on the web page of uh, uh, defense lawyer statements that are actually understatements, because all these articles always end with something. So she has another defense lawyer called uh, T- uh, Richard Shalube. Said his client was an alcoholic who also suffers from depression. Shaloub said he believes that alcohol. Uh, she'd been drinking in in the hours before the killing. Yeah, we read that part. You don't have to write it again, you dumbass. He thinks that alcohol was a major contributor to the infant's murder. Wow, what a keen. Despite observation. <laughs> despite, <laughs> despite that I hope
0: she wasn't sober. Despite that, I really can't explain why she did it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I just still don't understand how she could get out on parole after doing something like that.
1: Twenty six years, dude. She'll be uh She'll, she'll be like be in 50, her fifties. 50, late fifties.
0: So she'll come out late fifties and be like, "Hey, you know what? You know, I, I guess I could start my family. Start now. a new family. <laughs> give me a bottle of tequila. Let's go. Maybe reconnect
1: with Giselle. Hey, we were best friends. Remember that? Let's get let bygones be
0: bygones. God, dude, I, I don't know. Like, there's there some like grievous bodily harm in that article. It's going to have to rank kind of high. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to have to give that a seven point four. Uh, I'll give it a seven point. Six.
1: Ooh. It's It's definitely sick.
0: It's close. We're neck and neck with this article. It's definitely sick.
1: I have to give the vote to yours because it's actually entertaining, where this
0: story is just disgusting. The reason I like my article better is just because it's like, you know, boiling bleach over your... Lover's face is right. just it it's just horrible it's, it takes a
1: special kind of person to do that yeah,
0: it's creative, although I don't know it takes, this takes a, a special person, it takes too, a unique but... person to a person to to snatch a nine month old infant and just chop its head off for really no, and there's no rhyme or reason to it like why no. why did you do that <laughs> I don't know well listeners what we was in, the point we invite you to vote and to choose who gets the case of beer this week, sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com or check out the brand new and improved MySpace page. MySpace.com slash stick and wrong podcast.
1: Thank you, MySpace, for deleting our old page so we could come out with an improved one.
0: Yeah, a <laughs> new and improved one. Definitely. <laughs> Always look
1: on the bright side.
0: Well, uh, we're almost out of time here, but um, I just wanted to share a couple. Uh, towards the end of the show, I like to read some listener emails. We get a lot of emails to so stick and wrong to A lot of people contribute. Yeah. I, I've noticed that. Uh, it's good. Especially it's making the our lives people easier. in the UK. Yeah. yeah. They're sending us some good stuff. It's a so, sick and wrong country over there. So we, we got two good articles here. We received two good articles in, in, the, in the email, and uh, I definitely want to address at least one of them. Uh, Micah from uh, Kentucky sent us this one. It's a website. I didn't even know about this website, and I'm glad that I know about it now. It's called personaldumpster.com. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to compiling the best personal ads on the Internet in one convenient web page. No longer will citizens be forced to search through countless pages of boring and worthless personals in order to find relevant and meaningful people. Now they are all featured together in one deluxe package, personaldumpster.com. And people, go check out, seriously, check out this website because you will be impressed. It just, essentially, what it is, is just a page of pictures of some of the most. Atrocious looking people, I think I've seen.
1: Yeah, when he says best personals, I don't think he's not using that in the sense that you're going to go date. You're not go, yeah, you're not going to go date these people.
0: They're not the best prospects out there. I'm sure there's some people <laughs> that might date a couple uh, okay, of these people. Maybe, maybe. But, but seriously, I, really, it's,
1: it's best in the sense of most entertaining.
0: It, it's like the personal list of barnyard oddities. I mean, you've got to see some of these people. So so we went through and we were looking at some of the pictures, and the best part about it is you can click on a picture and it goes straight to the profile, the Yahoo personal profile right. of the individual who uh, is pictured uh, on the website. And so we we just looked through and just kind of went through and just found our favorite pictures, and one of mine in particular was that guy with the beard that kind of looks like he should be the Unabomber or something. What was that guy's name? Uh... Well, he just says George. Do you have
1: a Yahoo personal page? I don't. I've never filled one out. I, you know, I've so never. This filled is kind of new either. to me to even go through. So, for anybody else who hasn't done it, you know, Yahoo personals, it's basically just like, a, you know, you put up. This is sort of has been around for a long time before MySpace. You get to put up your picture, and then you fill out a bunch of questions. You know, about your gender, your name. This guy's name's George. Uh, you, you know what you your look interests, like. Your interest. Your Interest. Uh, some of the funniest parts, uh, you also they leave a little space for you to put sort of a personal description where you can write whatever you want, and most of these people are fucking illiterate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy, the one with the beard is from, like, Alabama or something, and uh, yeah. he just looks inbred.
1: Irondale, Alabama. 52 years old, uh, George, he's got quite the beard, it's kind of a... I don't know what what would you call that? It looks kind of like an like octopus. An un, no,
0: seriously, that's like an unkempt. Like you know, he's been a recluse for years oh, in yeah? Iron Dale. Well, he's fifty two. He says he's retired, which means unemployed. Yeah, but the, my favorite part about it is you can list your income. And what's his income?
1: Less than twenty five. <laughs> Less than twenty five
0: grand a year. <laughs> well, he's retired. Probably, he's living
1: he, on his retirement.
0: <laughs> yeah, which probably in uh, Iron Dale, Alabama. That's like a fortune. So this guy's great. He's, you know, um, he probably has the
1: best trailer. He's he's divorced. Uh, He's kind of a big guy. He's 5'11 and kind of fat. Uh but some here's he apparently doesn't like punctuation very much in his personal statement. One of his uh he says I like just hanging around the house taking care of my birds. Someday I hope to have some kind of talking bird. <laughs> no no punctuation.
0: Apparently he doesn't know that they're also called parrots. He's uh, a <laughs>
1: Here's what he's looking for. He's looking for a woman. She must be honest, clean, not too large, and be willing to at least consider something before saying no. Like having sex with him.
0: <laughs> just consider it. Just consider it. Not too large. I like that. Like this guy with a beard, you know, he's, whatever, I guess he's retired, living in his trailer. he's just like, yeah, I want a woman that's not too large. Right. Um,
1: and the, so another funny part is you get to put all the stuff describes you, but then you get to put... Who, you know the person that you're looking for you get to fill out their little this is my ideal person you fill out another section of like you know type of person interest hair color so uh
0: so so what is george looking for
1: he is looking for a lot of stuff that everybody would be looking for somebody who's slim and athletic 18 to 59 George you're not getting an 18 year
0: old I don't know what the fuck he's thinking <laughs> 18 to 59 dude the, Got broad. 18 year
1: old slim athletic chicks love unemployed 52 year old dudes who don't make any money and like birds <laughs> but uh the funniest thing in his uh so they Wishful have like thinking they ask about smoking and drinking uh so George would like to meet somebody who smokes often <laughs> <laughs> That's his ideal you better smoke, you smoke a pack a day but two she, packs okay, two packs, but she can 't be too large. anything less than pack a day he's not he 's not going
0: to date that woman I wonder if she has to be if she has to be open to having sex with the talking bird
1: well, she has to be open she has to be willing to consider something before saying no. <laughs>
0: okay so he just wants an open woman
1: so here's well, another good one uh just to get the uh, other side of our listening audience the uh, ladies a uh, chance to uh, step up to the yeah, plate there
0: are some no i mean there are some ungodly just awful looking women on this yeah. page and then there's some guys that are cross-dressers that yeah. you, you're you just like Sneak wow that's one ugly bitch and then you gotta and look, look at it, it yeah. you're like oh wait that's a guy is that a bulge Jesus Christ. is that a bulge
1: in the skirt <laughs> This woman won't even tell you her name till you yeah, contact she her. She
0: looks deformed. Like yeah. describe that face. It's I mean, how old is she?
1: It's kind of like if you tried to make, you know, if you used her face and tried to make a grilled cheese, like buttered it up and then pressed her face into a hot skillet, like, you know, <laughs> like you would
0: make a grilled cheese. This is how it would look afterwards. She kind of, she kind of looks like what I picture the juggernaut to look like. <laughs> Under, <laughs> underneath, his underneath his mask. Underneath the mask. It's like I, I picture it to look like that.
1: Yeah. And well, and then she has this dress on that's kind of like, it looks like fruit stripe gum. Yeah. Um, but she won't tell you her name. Uh, she's, uh, got a few extra pounds, she says. She's widowed. She's 58. Let's just
0: call her fugly. (laughs) She's
1: definitely (laughs) fugly. I don't think she's gonna put that on her own page though. She, this one's, she's even more... She's 58. She's even more illiterate. I'll read her whole statement. It's not very long. This is all she could work up, you know, in the month that she took to write this. I am a simple person. I like a variety of things. Adapt well to the time and place. Whatever that means. I love
0: the voice. (laughs) Likes.
1: I'm sure she... No, she doesn't smoke. I'm going to have to change the voice. Like sports, walking, traveling, <laughs> eating, reading, quiet times. I am not a party person. Never been invited to a party. I like music, country, and gospel. Mostly tr- I try not to judge. Where, li- where is
0: she from? Alabama?
1: Louisiana. She had a little, pro- had a little problem spelling judge. Uh, I think Yahoo personals are popular in the South. If you don't give us a chance, you will never know. And, uh, so on her, so she has the whole list of things that she's looking for, uh, and it just says any, (laughs) anything, height, any eyes, any hair, any, it doesn't (laughs) even matter. It doesn't matter. She does what she she would like you to speak English.
0: (laughs) I think No the, damn foreigners. <laughs> I think the best person for her would be a blind person, personally.
1: No, but you know what I was thinking as I was printing these out, it'd be great if you could hook these people up and then win yeah, a prize. And then win and a prize. And then win a prize if
0: like, you know, it worked if, out. If they like be a uh, Chuck Woolery or something, like a right. Love you Connection. Get, you know,
1: a little, you know, E PayPal payment or something on your computer, like fifty well, cents. You know what's
0: funny about this though? So it goes directly to their Yahoo Personals page. Yeah. Well you can email these people. You can, you can like can,
1: email them a question?
0: Yeah, you can email them. Oh, you're right. You can email them and say you're interested and then you can give one of your friends email addresses right. as a response. It's the great or, or you can email the profile to your friend. So, I recommend
1: people collect pictures of their friends.
0: Yeah. And, and then you email
1: the picture of your friend to
0: the person you put their email as a return address. Well, you know, I was thinking of doing this to our good buddy Pat. I was thinking maybe emailing Pat's picture out to a few of those cross-dressers.
1: The problem is Pat will hit anything. He'll end up like, actually benefiting from that situation. Yeah, Pat just doesn't he care. He wouldn't get the joke. Yeah, hey, this I, chick emailed me. Awesome. Uh, I, dude, I think I was, she might be I a dude, trying to play a pra- I was
0: trying to play a practical joke on you, man, but okay. Dude, I don't know. If, if that fugly 58-year-old woman emailed Pat, he might... Pat would take hit exception it. to it. Pat I would know. probably hit it. Well, check it out. It's personaldumpster.com, one of the better websites I've seen in a while. Also, you can download a video. Did you check out the video? Which video? They, they have a, video on, a link to the video on the site. It's composed entirely of photographs of real members of Yahoo Personals with this like, techno song in the background. just shows a bunch of images.
1: So, if you're like an amputee and you can't click the mouse, you could just watch. sit back and watch the video?
0: Well, you can't click to their personal ads from it, but it's, it's just entertaining to no, see a bunch of people. No, but I'm saying of instead of clicking through the pictures, you could just
1: watch the video and sit yeah, back and yeah. Or, or if you're just really really high on Vicodin or something, well, can't if you move. don't
0: have any arms or legs, you could probably just do it with your forehead, <laughs> just by hitting the mouse like right. slamming your head down on it.
1: How does uh, Stephen Hawking do it? He's got I, a stick attached to his head or know. something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Well, anyways, uh, we're almost out of time. The one one thing I also wanted to say is uh, Jenny. Um, from Canada emailed us this one article, which actually just happened uh, today. Um, five teenagers faced charges after a cup full of human fecal matter was thrown through a drive through window at a coffee shop in orilla ontario
1: Canadian poo tossing Canadian
0: poo tossing. I guess all the accused are boys between sixteen and seventeen years of age. Um, one of the youths drove to a t- drove to a tim horton 's coffee shop when he pulled up the drive through window. He just threw a cup of human waste um, from the car at the three female employees inside. Little did he know that he went to high school with one of them who, com- who recognized him right off the bat and called the cops. Wait, so, wait, recognize his face or just by the smell? <laughs> yeah, she did, he, she recognized the feces. You know, God, I've tasted this before. I'd know that anywhere. <laughs> I, I'd recognize that brown snake. No, I guess what happened is that... Uh, is they're all humiliated, embarrassed, and very upset. They had to clean up their uniforms. They didn't even give them new uniforms. Yeah, Canadians and, are thirsty, and they had to throw out all the food that was covered <laughs> the with donuts. The shit. So, but anyways, Tim I guess, Hortons is
1: like a Dunkin' Donuts for those who don't know. If you're from like Michigan or, or Canada, you know Tim Hortons coffee shop.
0: Well, she recognized one of the drivers and called the police, and all the suspects were arrested. You think they had to throw
1: out all the, They way. had to throw out all the crawlers. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Do you think
1: somebody was pointing through the glass, the donut glass and said, "I like that chocolate twisty back there
0: <laughs> God that's disgusting. Well, thank you for sending in uh the emails there, Micah and Jenny, and yeah, keep them coming sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com Also, we like to read your sick and wrong stories, so if you have a sick and wrong story of yourself or uh, somebody you know, definitely email us and right. uh, we'll read them on the show. yeah. Well, stay tuned. Uh, next week, we'll be back with Podcast 16.
1: We talked about some eBay auction last week, and we're still working on that. So, still a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. We Keep tuning in. Uh,
0: Someday we'll get to, we'll get that all cleared we up. We mentioned our mascot might be appearing in, in one of the next uh, next episodes. I don't
1: think we said mascot, but that's kind of splitting the cat out of the bag a little bit.
0: All right. Well, I'm sorry. We're bidding on this mascot, and hopefully we get him. Because if we do, he's going to be a new member of the Sick and Wrong cast. So, that will be cool. I can't wait. Until then, uh, yeah, take it sleazy and uh, just, I don't know, don't throw feces at drive-thru. I mean, these people have shitty jobs as it is. You know, you don't need to rub it in their fucking faces. This coffee tastes like shit. Thank you. Good night. See ya.